Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. It's Ali Corman, Justin Nielsen here with a breakdown of the action in today's session where we saw the NASDAQ undercutting a key long-term technical level. We'll take a closer look at that, but this third wave down is looking uh, almost like a tidal wave uh, right now. I know that's what uh, someone on the team uh, was saying, Justin, but we'll analyze the indexes. What do you have for us on the stock front to check in on? Uh, we'll take a look uh, over at retail, uh, Walmart, something that's holding up a little bit. Over in the energy section, uh, on earnings, on the earnings front, we had FTI that was up today. But earnings doesn't treat everything kindly. And although Arista Networks didn't have earnings, uh, its influence from Meta uh, had that one getting knocked around. So we'll take a look at all three of those. Yes, we will. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. The NASDAQ today down 1.8%. The S&P 500 off 1.2%. The Dow down 8 tenths of a percent. The Russell 2000, though, it did manage to eke out a gain up 3 tenths of a percent. But we know how badly beaten that has been. So, Justin, in terms of the downside levels, we've been keeping an eye on. As a reminder for folks, we were looking at 13 13,000. We also were looking at that 927 low just below that uh, and the 200 day line. And now we're below all three. Yeah. So next stop uh, looks like it could be down to the 12,270 level, um, you know, right, right around there where uh, we were back in February uh, through April and and May. You know that was a kind of an area of resistance, uh, and a lot of times those areas of resistance can become uh, areas of support. So it'll be interesting to see. And look, we don't have to come all the way down down there. This could be the stopping point right here. Um, mm -hmm. But that is a level that would kind of make sense based on um, where where prior resistance was. Um, but you know, the bottom line here is that we are seeing a lot of destruction. Um, the A lot of the stocks that we kept on talking about where the relative strength is looking good, the stocks are holding up. Uh, that's that's not happening as much anymore. We're not seeing as many of those. And especially among the Magnificent Seven that was getting so much attention, uh, they're just not looking as magnificent. Uh, mm -hmm. a, a lot of those, uh, I mean, this, this week has been a big earnings onslaught and next week is going to continue. Um, but we've been seeing some cracks uh, in a lot of those Magnificent Seven names. And that's been just filtering out to other areas. So even when we have been uh, having rises. You mentioned the Russell 2000. Let's just take a look uh, real quick there because the Russell 2000 at one point was actually up over a percent today. Um, but, you know, it was it was one of those things where a lot of times in a bad market, the things that are up or the days that are up, a lot of times it's the ugliest looking down, charts, yeah. you know, so uh, that was not something that was giving me any confidence. But all of the indexes really closed poorly. Uh, you know, they tried a midday rally and uh, basically, everything was in the in the bottom quartile, uh, save the Russell 2000. So yeah, you can kind of see how the Nasdaq on the intraday chart, you know, did you know it looked like it was trying to rally a little bit, but just couldn't hold it and you know closed closed poorly. So it's really important to kind of watch how these indexes close. Kind of gives you a sense of the direction. Um, and you know, again, I think it's a it, you know we went to correction. Uh, a while back, and it, it just really doesn't seem like um, a time to be uh, having heavy exposure or trying to catch a bottom here. You know, they, they say it's like trying to catch a falling knife, and I think this is a good example mm -hmm. of uh, what that looks like. 
Right. And even before we went to market and correction, I believe, you know, we already were recommending light exposure. Um, so continuing to lighten that uh, as we hit resistance and mm -hmm. uh, the, and the selling started uh, definitely seemed like the, the prudent decision. Justin, I also want to mention while we're talking about the NASDAQ, uh, since it's a big earnings week this week for the tech earnings, uh, you know, th this shows that you can't just uh, have one stock rescue the entire market, even if it has a heavy weighting in the index. Microsoft <laughs> yesterday up on its earnings report today, giving it all back. Mm -hmm. uh, Meta this one was up after hours. So we thought, okay, you know, here, here we go. Maybe Meta's gonna uh, help provide a little bit of relief. And then uh, it too ended up falling today off lows, but still a poor reaction here, Justin and Apple, another big tech name. Uh, earnings haven't come yet, but like the NASDAQ, it now undercutting a long-term support level. And we're seeing the same for a lot of other uh, mega tech companies, uh, Cisco approaching its 200-day line, others as well. Just Did you bring really... up Alphabet already? I, ha I haven't. Yeah, Alphabet. So, yeah, I, oh, yeah. yeah. So that one, Definitely, yeah. that was yeah, a gap down that is <laughs> continuing to get worse. Yeah, so, I mean, and, and this... Here. This was one that was holding up so well. You know, the relative strength was looking great. And, uh, you know, I kept on talking about, hey, look, XLC, you know, seems to be like an area because it was Meta and and Google mm -hmm. in those and it was holding up so much better. Yeah, and two days you know, ago, that looked great. <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, again, a lot of times, you know, you can kind of feel like, oh, well, I'm in the things that are the best right now, but bad markets tend to you know, try and get everything. So that's that's certainly what seems to be happening uh, here. Yes. Okay, let's also take a look at the S&P 500 because it already had a close below its 200-day line. Tried to find support right around that 4,200 level, but giving that up and taking a look at the weekly chart here, you can see that damage. So we've basically, you know, round-tripped now to where the S&P was back in May. Yeah. So again, this is just not looking like a, a strong market right now. Doesn't mean, you know, that the worst is over. I mean, it could be. Uh, so this is why we try and do the analysis day by day. Um, today, not good. Tomorrow is another day. Uh, but, you know, before we get too excited, uh, we're never going to rest our laurels on a single day of gains. We really need to see kind of a confirmation of that. And uh, that means, you know, we're going to have to be a little patient here. Yeah. Continuing to take things day by day. A great reminder there, Justin. Okay, a brief look at the Dow before we move on, because why not? Uh, <laughs> it was holding above its uh, 1023 low for two days, but it now back below its recent trading range as well. So undercutting that entire area. So, so like you said, Justin, taking things day by day, can't just look at one day of strength, even though we are at oversold levels, uh, traders need to be careful here. Yeah, as much as it's important to kind of recognize when you're at oversold or overbought levels, um, that's that's not a that's not a signal in and of itself yeah. to do something uh, because you can always get more overbought and you can certainly always get more oversold. Yeah, totally. Okay, let's take a look at a signal of uh, market breadth here too, really quickly. So the S and P down about one point two percent today. RSP. Holding up a, a little bit better. So, does it uh, is 
in terms of the decline down just two tenths of a percent today, we know in general it has been weaker uh, than the S&P 500. But is this just showing that the selling was mainly concentrated to the bigger names, Justin? The Russell yeah. 2000 was up today. So is money just flowing out of the the big old leadership? Yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, what, what today showed was, and look, RSP was still down, right? Yeah. You know, so that that's most things were <laughs> down. down. It, yeah. It, yeah, it was just down less. And it, a lot of things were kind of, um, in terms of the advancers versus decliners on the NYC, it was about evenly mixed, you know, but uh, when you have the big market leaders, the things that we were kind of uh, pinning the index's hopes on uh, <laughs> for a lot of this year, that's, you know, with, with those breaking down, it, it's it's been a lot tougher. Um, but, you know, even though RSP wasn't down as much today, that still looks horrible. I mean, yeah. you know, that that was kind of the first to undercut uh, mm -hmm. some of those levels. It's been below its 200-day moving average line for weeks now, whereas yeah. the S&P 500 and NASDAQ just got below there. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it's no hero. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay, well, let's take a look at the 10-year yield reversing lower today, but still not providing relief at this point. I know we've been talking about uh, wanting to see some sort of stabilization, uh, but seeing the tenure at historic levels as of late definitely hasn't been helping equities. Yeah. And and remember, it's not so much that they're, uh, you know, that they're tremendously high historically. Uh, it's just they're high historically uh, recent history, you know, I mean, it's really the recent history that a lot of people are, are focused on. And it's, it's the, it's the jump that it had that that's what was so unusual here is right. how quickly uh, the, the rates were rising. And that's something that is just really hard for growth stocks to, you know, to power higher through, um, you know, there's a lot of things that happen with valuations and look, um, you know, the, the good news is, look, we had some high GDP GDP numbers, uh, jobless claims are showing, you know, uh, still a robust labor market. Um, but a lot of people are thinking uh, that the 10 year treasury yield is kind of doing the Fed's job for it and possibly making it, well, actually a higher likelihood that they're not going to have to do anything at the next policy uh, meeting. So that's something that, you know, is, is kind of, it's already getting baked in uh, a little bit here with the 10 year treasury. So uh, there might not be as necessary action uh, for the Fed to do. Um, but as as long as that 10-year stays uh, as high as it is, that is going to be uh, a damper on on stocks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, a historic move higher, no doubt, in the highest level in some 16 years. Uh, definitely something to keep in mind here. But maybe we'll see that 5%-ish level be a ceiling. That's yet to be seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's move on and just quickly take a look at some of the sector action today. SMH breaking here a little bit down nine tenths of a percent now right at its 200 day line. IGB tracking the software sector undercutting the lows of the base here down 1% today and XRT. We're going to take a look at Walmart, but here's Retail, uh, maybe a slight uh, bright spot here, trying to bottom up about four tenths of a percent today, Justin. Yeah, and and to be clear, most of retail is still 
in, in this downtrend. I mean, you know, it's it's been below the 200-day moving average line. It's looked horrible. Um, but uh, one of the things we were talking about on IBD Live today is that there are these bright spots in retail, and Walmart just happens to be one of them. Um, yes, there was some, you know, quite a volatile day uh, on the sixth. Uh, I think I think that was the sixth, uh, the follow-through day um, that we had, uh, where it was. That was you know, the look, Novo Nordisk Eli Lilly kind of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So all of those, you know, a, a lot of retail folks were saying, gosh, you know, these uh, these weight loss drugs might, you know, might infringe upon our snacking culture. And, you know, that 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 could hit us uh, here. I mean, if you look at uh, XLP, you know, a lot of the staples have been uh, doing doing poorly, the consumer staples, which is usually a, a hiding spot for a lot of uh a lot of money during during downtrends, but Walmart, uh, as as bad as it took that news, it really kind of you know came up very strongly by the end of the uh, the day, and it really kind of tried to recover. Now this is a very V shape right now, but it almost got all the way back up to those 165 highs and is holding up above its 50-day moving average line. The relative strength, you look at that, and you know, I mean, Walmart looks like back uh, back. Like it did when uh, in, in the 80s, you know, um, when it was having its its heyday. Uh, so really interesting action there. And this was our stock market uh, to you know stock market stock of the day uh, by Harrison Miller. He was talking about uh, what some of the chart action looked like and what some of the prospects looked like too. So that's definitely worth checking out. Yes, it is. Okay, uh, let's move on and take a look at FTI, a standout in the oil and gas sector today on the move with a breakout attempt up 9% heavy volume and an RS line blue dot for this stock, Justin, and a pretty orderly base here. Yeah, a, a very orderly base. If you hover over there, uh, you, you can see that the depth very, you know, very mild, 14%, uh, you know, so it still fits the uh, flat base level. Um, and the definitely a lot of power today. I mean, it was up over 9%. I think it might have reached 10% at one time, a lot of volume after it came out with earnings. Um, but you have to be very careful with uh, the you know, the, the, the big moves here in earnings, because a lot of that can be given away. We saw that with Microsoft, as you pointed out. Uh, so, you know, in a bad market, just recognize that there are some headwinds. And it's not like there's a lot of uh, oil, you know, oil movers today. Um, XLE was down, uh, XOP, you know, OIH, you know, a, a lot of the oil stocks, uh, USO, um, you know, that, you know, that's, that's been, you know, taking a little bit of a breather. So, you know, this is bucking the trend and earnings were kind of helping it along the way there. Um, but that doesn't mean like, oh, hey, this is breaking out of a flat base. Let me go out there and buy it. Remember that when the market is in a correction, a lot of those base patterns uh, don't work nearly as well. Yeah. Well said, Justin. Last on the list, let's take a look at ANET. This is a, another issue with earnings season because ANET, like you said, it, it didn't have earnings, but moving with the big tech names that are its customers that did have earnings this week. So really breaking down today, a drop of 8.7%, really heavy volume, breaking below the lows of the recent base. It was hanging onto the 50-day line by a thread prior to this, but uh, just when we thought that Arista's personality had changed, 
it goes back to its uh, wild ways. Yeah, yeah. And and again, the main point here is that um, things can look fine until they don't, right? And that's kind of the market that we're in. Um, a lot of things are getting clobbered. A lot of things, it's, it's just like the, the rug is getting pulled out from under you. Now, look, Anet and Ed Carson was bringing up this point on IBD Live. Anet could be fine. Once its earnings come out, it could be like, hey, we're we're okay. Uh, if you look at FTNT, um, you know, that had a really ugly earnings reaction last quarter. And that was dragging down groupmate Palo Alto, P-A-N-W. But mm -hmm. look at what happened with Palo Alto. It kind of recovered and was when its earnings happen, it's like, yeah, the, you know, we're, we're, we're not we're not having the same troubles that FTNT are. Uh, so you know, that is something that is possible, but you got to recognize that it does kind of change the shape. It does change the look of the base and you almost have to give it some time uh, in order to recover from that kind of break. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that is it for today. Other than let's check in on Amazon after the bell right now up 3%. But again, we did see an initially positive reaction from Meta after the bell yesterday. So what is Amazon going to say on the call? What are investors going to latch on to? We'll have to see. But right now, up 3%. Your thoughts, Justin? Yeah, so uh, this is something that uh, Chris, Chris and I were talking about uh, in terms of looking at the market move. I think the market move uh, based on the options market had had this pegged at, you know, staying within nine. That's either up or down. And so right now it looks like it is staying within that range. Um, but as you mentioned, just because it's doing it now doesn't mean that's how it's going to open tomorrow or close tomorrow. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of back and forth that we may have to watch uh, in, in the meantime. Okay. Well, we will be talking about this one on IBD Live in the morning. I know that. So everyone be sure to tune in investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We'll be going over the team's thoughts on the market action, stocks we're watching, portfolio management strategies, and more. And we're going to be joined by Anne-Marie Band of thetradingbook.com and welcoming her back to the show. So that'll be a good one. Make sure you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live. We'll see you there. And we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close to wrap up the week. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.